currently in the Lynchburg area, uh, we have 27 degrees. In Roanoke at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport, it is 29 degrees. And in Danville, it is 29 as well. Okay. So much better than the 16 degrees we had yesterday. Yeah. So I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So a couple of follow-up texts, Mm -hmm. because we were talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how do you guys celebrate? Uh, Teresa said, every day with CH is Valentine's Day. Mm. We don't need February 4th. And then she said, we also did that test yesterday, and we got every question right about each other. Wow. And now I'm getting a cavity. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think that's great. No, that is. That you is, guys are, are doing. Uh, hey, we have to celebrate. because are doing there's, so well. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, enough of the ones that don't make it let's celebrate the ones that are making absolutely it, you know uh as for dale and celebrating the those who get second chances like us in huddleston oh the curmudgeon um, <laughs> he he calls it a fake holiday right. excuse to take your money mm-hmm. uh he also ignores his birthday mm. and he says the mother is the person who should be celebrated on on your birthday mm. so that white chocolate i got for your birthday i guess you know hey. give that to your mom maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another uh, text that I want to go over before we, we go into this Missouri story mm-hmm. is from Gizmo, who said, what do you think about Democrats advertising for Haley in New Hampshire? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That pretty much tells you everything you need to know right there. Well, uh, she's, she's uh, taking some, you know, what they call questionable money from certain people right so i don't know uh she did she did receive all six votes from the lone new hampshire town participating in the midnight voting right the midnight vote that they have yeah you know i mean it's it's fun to talk about yeah but i don't know how many does it talk about the average person that wins the overall when they win that i don't know yeah they get to vote at midnight it's kind of like opening your first present on christmas eve yeah your pajamas yeah you get to open those up (laughs) uh, beforehand so you can sleep in them sure (laughs) I get it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, two were independents, um, and the other four were were uh, registered Republicans. Republicans. So here's the thing: I don't like. I don't like that we have to wait a month for South Carolina. You get two, boom, boom. You get the caucuses in Iowa, and then this primary today in New Hampshire, and then you got to wait a month for South Carolina. Just seems like. It should be sooner than that. So, in other words, we have a month to speculate whether Nikki Haley can win her own state. Yeah, that's a that's a problem if she doesn't. And and what where is that threshold in your mind, Janet, that she has to get to today? I mean, she she really needs to. It really needs to be at least split. Yeah. Uh, because at, they, at a minimum they said her hopes and it, and i don't think she had put be. a lot of time in this state while yeah. she you know didn't ignore iowa but she didn't go there as much she felt like okay i can i can get the momentum going in new hampshire take take it to my own state yeah i i think she has to have a really really good showing here or or people are going to say eh, she just doesn't so i didn't know that um so in New Hampshire, registered Republicans and Democrats mm-hmm. must vote on a nomination from their respective party, but voters who do not have party affiliation must select either a Republican or a Democrat at the time of the voting. Okay. Ballots in New Hampshire do not include President Biden. 
Yeah, he was not on. He he, he kind of flipped the bird to New Hampshire because he's <laughs> never all the times he's run, he's never done well in New Hampshire. So they're asking people to write Joe's to write name in. And, Joe's name in. Do right. you think anybody's going to do that? I think there'll be a few. Uh, there's only one. I shouldn't say that. There might be two, but there's a a, a a very sweet lady that lives in Maryland that we've known that knew my mom, mm-hmm. and she's about. And I'm not going to talk politics with her. She's like, you know, she's close to eighty. Sure. Sweet lady, and I want to stay connected to her. Um, and she likes Joe Biden. She lives in Maryland, and. So, you know, I mean, she's about the only person, though, that I know that likes Joe Biden. She like because she doesn't know any better. Well, I don't I don't think she does. Does she not know what all the stuff that he's I don't know. I don't know how anybody, especially someone her age. Right. That knows what a crook he's been. Right. Since the very beginning. Well, I think he's she, been a shyster here, since the very, very beginning. She is an ABC or CBS mainstream Never leaves the main oh, over the antenna okay. network, and if you're an older person and that's all you see and, is and ABC, you CBS, NBC, box. you yeah. stay in that box and you don't get any more news. And we know how the mainstream media plays it. The the you know the I don't even know who the anchors are anymore. Erin O'Donnell great. is because well, it's her birthday today. She's fifty. She's CBS, I guess, still. But the ABC Murray, David Murray. I mean, yeah. to watch the intro. And I only know him because he's on 2020. Right. I mean, you watch the intro to ABC News, just the intro. And it's like a production, like, oh, my God, we're heading to the Oscars. Right. I mean, that's how he sets it up. Oh, it's all showy. Yeah, it really is. For sure. And I can't tell you even. Oh, the guy from NBC. No, no more simple talking heads anymore. Right. Yeah, the guy from NBC, Steady Eddie, who made it through all the controversy up there at NBC. Um He's African American. He's got glasses. That's all I remember about him. Anyways, he's 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 fair, but I mean, if you're getting your news from any you're of talking those about three, Lester Holt, Lester Holt, oh, you know, he's steady Eddie because he was there through all the yeah. He's the weekend guy for for years and years. And when NBC was having all that trouble, they said just put Lester Holt in there. He's stable. He's not going to be controversial and so on. Uh, my 86 year old mother in law is the same. She only watches CNN, so she gets no truth at right. all. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a problem. But like I say, they're old enough to remember all the lies he was busted for, the humiliation of oh, him yeah. having the to, plagiarism. And, and let me tell you, I because I wasn't old enough to mm-hmm. know any of that right. about him. Right. And I was thinking about it yesterday. Joe Biden may be the biggest failure that was perpetuated on the american people by obama mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's saying I something i agree because he did a lot of bad mm-hmm. in this country yep but biden bringing biden to the table i think is arguably the worst thing even that he did obama's i believe was the secretary of state or secretary of defense said that obama's now which means he worked with Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every foreign situation in history. He always comes down on the wrong side. And that was coming from one of Obama's, I think it was Secretary of State. Um, so, yeah, Biden is, he's an interesting cat. And he needs to, mm. you know, just go retire in Delaware and drive your Corvette go around your, your parking lot. and you know, eat Do you your think they're cream. really going to let him drive? 
I don't I mean, know. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, to this Missouri story, yes. uh, if you're a true crime lover, and I know many of you are, uh, this is one you're going to want to keep an eye on. 39-year-old Missouri doctor has died unexpectedly, and she's the second woman to be discovered dead in the same suburban firefighter's house in three years, uh. according to his former fiance's family. Wow. Dr. Sarah Sweeney is a West Virginia native. Mm-hmm. She had only recently opened her practice in St. Louis. Her sudden death is under investigation, according to the local police department there. She did her surgical residency in Miami before moving to Port Arthur, Texas. At age six, she was diagnosed with a rare and painful condition called Perthes disease. They say they found Sweeney dead at 6.39 a.m. on January the 13th, had no apparent signs of trauma. Her mother, Teresa Sweeney Light, said the doctor was also diagnosed with mast cell activation syndrome, which can be life-threatening, but has been under control, and she carried an EpiPen. I've never heard of, of that. I've never heard of it. Mast either. cell activation syndrome. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. No. Uh, we just wish we could have her back, she said. We just want closure. So apparently, um, the firefighter, Robert Doss, mm-hmm. Met Sweeney when she was working in an emergency room um, shortly after she moved there, and they began dating. Sweeney's family never met him. Mm. Really? Yes. Now, they did what most of us do when our daughters start dating somebody. Uh, they turn into private detectives. That's, sure. That's what I did. Just root around a little bit. Yep, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I did that. I went all monk on his butt uh, <laughs> when he started dating my Bailey. Uh, and this this family started, you know, kind of looking him up. And then they discovered that another woman, Grace Holland, was found dead in the firefighter's home. This was just in 2021 mm. of a single gunshot wound to the head. And there are some things that her family called into question. Uh, they they were they're suing him for wrongful death. death. OK. Um by either killing her or encouraging her suicide. And there are some weird things there. Uh, she was right-handed. She was shot in the left temple. Uh, Stuff like that is sure. very weird, yeah. you know, when you start seeing that. So apparently they reached out to their daughter and said, look, honey, this is he's got stuff going on right. you need to be aware of. I and mean, it's recent stuff, too. Right. Wow. And apparently it, it just she just cut herself off from them. Hmm. Um, because they, she didn't like that they were criticizing him, but, um, and now she's gone. So that's tragic in a couple of ways. Yeah, we're sure. going to be, we're going to be hearing more about this story in that Drew Peterson kind of way. Yeah, sure. I think, cause what are the odds of that mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. St. Louis firefighter. We'll be watching for that one. Come into a true crime show near you. And Rose will be on it like white on rice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stink on a monkey. <laughs> 17. 717. You're going to be I, using that one, aren't you? It's <laughs> getting all tore up now. <laughs> no need to ask. He's a smooth operator. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. 
on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want to say. <laughs> they do do do. They da da da. Eight six six nine one six. See, there it is. Yup. There was a uh, some votes found in a Virginia precinct. Remember that story that we talked about uh, yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and at, they were actually votes for Biden and not for Trump. Oh. I was shocked by that story. Wow! So Biden um, did get a few votes. Thanks for the call, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, I sent that to you yesterday. Um, I, I was oh, this I was, was the one that had the picture of the people sitting around a table. I think that's the article. Yeah, yeah. That you texted me. Yep. Um, and it was they found like. Uh, 4,000 misrepresented votes in Prince William County. Wow. Um, so I, I, I did think that was interesting. That wasn't the way I thought it was going to go down. Uh, they say uh, a release from the county's Office of Elections announced Trump incorrectly received 2,327 extra votes and Biden was shorted 1,648 votes. Mm. So that was not how I expected that to go. So, I mean, look, maybe Obama got in twice. Yeah. yeah so he did. obviously people don't care. Right. Yeah. So I, it, which makes me a little bit scared. Oh, yeah. About 2024 that yeah, people would. Be... I, I just don't I don't know that we can survive another four years. I, I don't believe so. I don't even know if we could survive another four months or 10 months. That's what Tim Scott yep. was saying yeah, yesterday. I know, I know. People say if Trump gets back in, he'll never leave. This is from one of our listeners. Oh, Biden got in years and years ago, and he has the nerve left. Uh, I'm sorry. And, and he has he, never left, along with many other Democrats. Yeah. I, 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 re, I, I read the word nerve as yeah, how is that? How nerve. is that possible yeah. that, you know, they would say he would never leave? Uh, well, they say that about all these guys, that they'll, they'll you know, wave a magic wand and claim the whatever, the, 24th, the throne. <laughs> 24th Amendment or whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. He basically, you have to claim martial law right. or something like that. Which is ridiculous. That's, that's know, not going to happen. But I, I have no happen. doubt people are saying that mm-hmm. because, you know, they hate him. Uh, the Supreme Court rejected an appeal from former Hunter Biden business partner. Regarding a criminal conviction, mm-hmm. um, of course, we're talking about Devin Archer. Yeah, yeah, he, he spilled the beans. Yeah, he uh, served on the Ukrainian energy company Burisma's board mm-hmm. alongside Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. He'd already lost one appeal. All right. Federal judge sent Archer to prison in 2018 for defrauding a uh, Native American tribe, mm. issuing $60 million in tribal bonds after he was convicted by a jury. However, that conviction was thrown out in late 2018 uh, by Judge Ronnie Abrams because she was, quote, left with an unwavering concern that Archer was innocent of the crimes charged, that according to Reuters. Hmm. Archer's conviction was reinstated by the Second Circuit Court of Appeals a month before the 2020 election, and he received a one-day 
one year, one day prison sentence in February, <laughs> which is nothing. Yeah. Um, despite the sentence, he's maintained his innocence. They say he intends to file a series of appeals, which has delayed Archer in serving. So, hey, this was one scheme Hunter Biden wasn't involved in. Though. Right, right. So, way to go, Hunter. Right. Oh, you missed out on that 60 mil. Hmm. I tell you that. He the, just didn't know about it. The corruption and the level and the dollars that pass between these corrupt people are just phenomenal. It's pretty incredible. Phenomenal money. For sure. I mean, you and I will never see that in a lifetime, and, and they make a deal. Yeah, but you know what? We can sleep at night. Well, we can. So. Yeah, for, at least for now we can, yeah. <laughs> so until, you know, until the energy grid goes down. Of course, it won't matter at your house. you got a wood stove. Like, until they outlaw that. <laughs> until they until they start monitoring our trees. Yeah, un- well, until they start, you know, using drones to go over houses. We're noticing heat coming out of your chimney. Right, right. You're going to you know, shut that down. You're not abiding by the uh, the New World Order's uh, right. coming down from the Green They're dropping initiative. pamphlets on your house right. saying, you know, oh, yeah, a been... pound of crickets has more protein than a pound of meat. <laughs> right. Oh, that's not a good sign. You know, those pamphlets make great kindling. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, did you see the um, the Kansas Ch- City Chiefs fans? What? That's a crazy story. What? A um, Kansas City, Missouri homeowner mm-hmm. uh, whose three friends' frozen bodies were found in his what? backyard. What? Two days after they gathered to watch the Kansas City Chiefs game. Have you not heard this? No. He says he has no knowledge of the tragedy unfolding in his backyard earlier this month. Wait a minute. So the owner of the house survives? Yeah. Ooh. They say they do not suspect foul play. 38-year-old Ricky Johnson, 36-year-old Clayton McGreeny, 37-year-old David Harrington. So they watched the game outside or something? No. They gathered at the friend's house to watch the Kansas City Chiefs against the L.A. Chargers on January 7th. Okay. And then the police department announced the men's bodies were discovered on the 9th. They were out there for two days? What? This was after the man's one of the men's fiancés requested a welfare check. Right. One man's body was found on the back porch of the home. The other two were in the backyard, That's... apparently frozen to death. They were probably drunk off their butts. Right. Probably exactly and they just what passed happened. out and, and, and the, that was and it. And froze to death. Wow. That is insane. Wow. Wouldn't you make sure when your friends that were inebriated, you know, Text me when you get home. Well, I haven't heard from them. Oh, my God, they're in my backyard, and they're barely alive. Kansas City Police Department said, first and foremost, this is 100% not being investigated as a homicide. There are no arrests. No one's in custody. No specific threats or concerns for the community. The resident of the house was cooperative with detectives the day the deceased were discovered. It's unclear whether alcohol or drugs were involved. Come come on. on. You can fall them out and check their right because if they died, that's they did, so scary. They didn't process though. the you know the alcohol Isn't would still be in their scary? system. Oh, that's absolutely scary. And you've got three dead people in your property, and you don't yeah, even yeah, know I'm it. You got a dead house. dude on your back porch. I ain't living there no more. How is that possible? Family and friends of the three football fans. Oh my have gosh! The one in the middle. Look at the. Look like they put a blue lens over them. Social media clamoring for answers 
they uh, allegedly claim they sent numerous messages to the homeowners. Right. In the days before the police were called, he will be he will be Something's facing a happen. civil suit. Yeah. He'll face oh, a civil yeah, absolutely. Suit for Three sure. of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this man was inside guys. his home alive while my friends were dead in his yard for how long? Yeah. They were and, all hanging out. He knew people were looking for them. He read messages of people looking for them. Right. My husband banged on his door for 20 minutes. What? Then oh busted a window and yelled and announced his presence. Wow. Then the cops came 10 minutes later. Yeah. Nothing is adding up. Mm-mm. No, that's there's some hanky-panky, it sounds like, That's in a my bigger mind. true crime story than the St. Louis one. I think so. I'm just Jeez. sniffing them out all over the place <laughs> today. Jeez. That is so tragic, though. Yeah, it is very tragic. Yeah. Talk about dumb ways to die. Golly. Currently in Roanoke, it is 28 degrees, 27 in Lynchburg, and in Danville, it's 29 degrees. Who balmy? <laughs> well, speaking of balmy, 7.35 here on the morning jam. We oh, have Bet it's not balmy there. <laughs> I know. It is Thane Rosenbaum from CBS News. Good morning, Thane. Good morning, Mark. He- he is the uh, legal analyst, and and we're we've got a lot that has happened since we talked to you last. Thing we've had this whole Fannie Willis uh, thing come up, and it's it's kind of muddied the waters a little bit on one of the cases, at least against Donald Trump. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Where, where do you see this thing kind of going, and how could it affect the case? Well, you know, it's a real breach of the public trust. And uh, you can, um, you know, it's not, it's not inconceivable that a judge can dismiss the charges. Mm. Um, not likely, but it's not inconceivable. He or she could say that significant amount of money has been spent in self-dealing. Sonnie Willis is the district attorney. She hired a number of prosecutors at special counsels. That is not uncommon. Prosecutors from outside are oftentimes brought in on big, high-profile cases. But she happened to bring in her boyfriend, uh, and she paid him much more than she paid the others. The others <laughs> are experts in RICO. So you remember, the, 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 what made the Atlanta case so distinctive is the implementation, the use, the application of the RICO laws, which is really a, normally applied to the mafia. Mm-hmm. And here, here, the RICOs were being applied to uh, a, a presidential campaign. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, among people that really didn't know each other. Uh, does, does that mean that you can't choose RICO? I'm just saying it's just not used in that way. And, you know, it was a no- it's a novel theory. Well, the, her boyfriend is getting paid more money than the two experts on RICO. He's not a prosecutor. He doesn't know anything about RICO. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, you, know so you, you have to really say to yourself, wait a minute, now, and here we go. Wait for it. Uh, not only was he receiving about eight hundred thousand dollars so far, uh, again more than the others who were experts as prosecutors in Rico, but uh, he used some of those funds to take Donnie Willis and her mother on lavish cruises and vacations. They were wow. on airfare, and so that money was being used. Right, it's self dealing. Right, you can you can make the argument that she was it was oh, tantamount to 100%. her using right. Her she's using the money for herself. So that's why it, it does it doesn't look good. The bad look. It's a it looks like a breach of the public trust and and the misuse of of, of public monies 
for self-dealing purposes. So it, it makes it look, uh, you know, that on the one hand, you've got, you know, yet another case that is, uh, you know, very much um, novel. Uh, you know, all the cases share that in common. Mm-hmm. It, they're not on the money. You know, they're all like a little off. Right. Mm-hmm. The Espionage Act, really? He yeah. didn't sell the documents to anybody. He didn't give it to anyone. He didn't destroy it. You know, really, campaign finance law violation. He just was really paying off a, 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 a you know a porn star. He wanted to keep her quiet. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's really a campaign finance by law. Uh, you know, violation. So uh, you know, there seems um, to be a lot of stretching. Uh, yes, with a lot of this. Is the right word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if, if that wasn't bad enough, now she has been uh, deposed in a the divorce hearing of prosecutor nathan wade and of course her lawyer's trying to put that off and that judge is having none of that so that's why we even know about this mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah we don't know about this because of a divorce proceeding where the former wife of the prosecutor that is now on a cruise ships with the district attorney uh it's not unsurprising in a divorce action, you know, people people play hardball Mm -hmm. and the documents became available through discovery. And all of a sudden you got these receipts. You're looking at receipts and you're going, what? And, you know, and so that case uh, is the one that really sort of opened this up. And you can see why Fannie Willis is saying, well, we really should, that case should just be put on ice while <laughs> you know the president is prosecuted and you can imagine the judge going why yeah <laughs> why this has nothing to do with you you made it about you because of the person you chose as a romantic partner normally we don't we don't you know we don't freeze you know put a, a temporary stay on a private divorce proceeding because it'll be embarrassing to you so yes, it is. It's not a good look, and you know when you when you come out all guns blasting and let the president of the United States make the argument that his base believes to be true. By the way, right. that the legal system has been weaponized against him. Mm. That these are personal attacks to keep him from the White House. That none of these cases would have been brought had he chosen not to run for office. Well, it's hard is- not to believe that. Yeah, because of all the stretching and because of all it just seems so over the top. And then and then he's going and meeting with lawyers at the White House. What is that about? Yeah, really? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, you know, the and of course, you know, he's got the momentum now in the political process. His his challengers are withdrawing Mm -hmm. uh, from this. His popularity numbers keep going up. You know, look, I always thought, I mean, I'm often wrong, as you know, (laughs) but I I often thought they're not going to bring all the cases. I thought when they started with the campaign finance law case in New York, I thought that, well, that was a mistake because that seemed like the weakest one. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to bring two. They're not going to bring three. Mm -hmm. They brought them all. Right. You know, and bringing them all really just played into the former president's hands. And so... His base never cared about any of it. Right. 
they just didn't see it. They saw it as vindictive, right? Uh, and and wrong on you know moral and legal grounds, and they gave him the upper hand on the moral high ground. Mm. You know, they handed it to him, <laughs> and instead of you know, and so by bringing all of these cases and and putting gag orders on him, so. Mm-hmm. Has to make them stop speaking, right? And they're saying that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to speak at the ellipse. He's not allowed to say that he thought the election was. Fair. He's not allowed to say anything. This is not America. We can't, we tell we're telling guys running for office they're not allowed to talk, and that's just not who we are. So anyway, look, he it had played into his hands to his, right. to his benefit. Do you think? And I'm going to rewind quite a bit. And I know you got a great memory. Um, you remember when Loretta Lynch met with Bill Clinton on the tarmac, and and it just happened to get picked up by a, I believe yeah. it was a St. Louis local media guy, picked up on yeah. it. it was a local reporter, and that that one I wouldn't say was a turning point, but it helped kind of in the turning point for you know Trump's first run against Hillary. Do you see this as kind of a turning point, maybe, to put some of this silliness behind us and 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 it sort of just sort of doesn't stick to Trump. I don't know if that's a bad analogy or not. No, it's but a good one. It, it's a good one because it had a bad look, mm-hmm. right? Uh, here's the Attorney General of the United States. There is a investigation about the thirty-five thousand emails that mm-hmm. were, you know, somehow disappeared. Uh, you had it starting to become clear that the entire Mueller investigation on Russian meddling interference in the election. That whole thing was initiated by the Hillary Clinton opposition research, not by the FBI. Right. That they basically took the file that her campaign paid for and said, let's run with this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's use the, uh, the information that the, the candidate who's opposing Donald Trump has gotten, the dirt that she got, and let's see if it, you know, let's let the FBI run with it. And we were being told by Adam Schiff at the time. Believe me, I was with CBS, and I was I trusted everything Adam Schiff said. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I do anymore. Right. When Adam Schiff said, "I saw the evidence," mm-hmm. I saw the evidence, and he didn't because there wasn't any right. at that time. There was just this folder that came from Hillary Clinton's campaign. So it's not a terrible analogy. It's it's what happens very often to prosecutors, and it's interesting, you know. We always get this, you get it out of Les Miserables. Remember that, you know, Javert? Mm. Javert is usually used as, you know, Victor Hugo, who wrote the novel. It's oftentimes used as the overzealous, crazy prosecutor that is just all guns blasting, and something's not right. He's just going, remember Jean Valjean, he stole a loaf of bread. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. So Victor Hugo is going. You've got to be kidding. Right. Really, it's about the bread, <laughs> and so it it Javert is what Trump has been doing. He's been saying, check out all the Javerts laid against me, arraigned against me. You know, they're all out there. And do any of the cases look right to you? Does it pass the smell test? And so, yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, it, it, it has, I don't know if it's a turning point, but it all has that look where the cases look political mm-hmm. and they blow up in the prosecutor's face. I don't know if you remember the Duke lacrosse case. Yes. That oh, yeah. Yeah. That just, there was a guy who was trying to run for governor. He was a local district attorney, you know. 
he saw a great opportunity on racial grounds, you know, to go after the the, the lacrosse team at Duke. Mm-hmm. A lot of rich white guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? You know, and How they look wrong. You know, right, it looked terrible, right? Except that the whole thing blew up in his face, and we never heard from him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's what I think is sort of happening with Danny Willett. This is blowing up in her face, and here was a woman who had political aspirations. And if I'm a Georgian, mm-hmm. I don't know. This doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting to continue to, to track it, and we always appreciate your insight, uh, Thane, and, and we hope you stay warm up there uh, in, <laughs> in the in the northern country as we're fighting our own uh, winter yeah. battle down here in Virginia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thane Rosenbaum from CBS News. He's the legal analyst, and we always enjoy having him. Thank you, Thane. Anytime for you both. You know that. We right. appreciate it. Take care, sir. All right, Janet. Yeah, I will, I will tell you. Uh, Jocelyn is not having it. Right. She's not. She's not having any of it. That's uh, that's Wade's oh, ex-wife. Wife. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. She is like shutting it down. Shutting it down. Yes. And you you can look at the picture of her and go, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> she is like, I'm taking this heifer down. <laughs> you can just tell by looking at her. She is just. Wow. You go, girl. You go. I'm glad you're using that terminology and language. I would not get away with it. Well, <laughs> it's calls time it like for a Janet's season. Five I know and do. Nine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, I've been trying to give you some one hot meals because you know everybody's like gina just make it easy just make it simple and just make it you know how about this good cheap easy make it for me come to the house and just make it (laughs) that's what they want (laughs) that's really what they want and you know what this one is so easy you you could give this recipe to your kids right and your kids could make this one you're going to start with a pound of lean ground beef you can also exchange ground chicken or ground turkey or ground venison whatever it is that you you want to use you could even use like a sausage if you have okay like an Italian sausage or something like that, you mm-hmm. or a chorizo. Um, it does have those kind of Mexican flavors, though. Uh, in a large nonstick skillet, you're going to cook your ground beef over medium-high heat until it's all browned, uh, breaking it up. Uh, get rid of any excess grease. Make sure you do that. Then you're going to add in eight ounces of tomato sauce, uh, two tablespoons of taco seasoning, some elbow noodles, like just macaroni noodles or whatever noodle you you choose, and one and a half cups of water. Stir it all to combine, bring it to a boil, and then reduce the heat to a simmer. And you're just going to cook it until that pasta is tender. You can add more water if you need to. It's going to take about 15 minutes for that pasta to get nice and tender. Once it's to that place, you're going to turn off the heat. You're going to stir in some cheese and some sour cream. And then you're going to put it up into bowls. And I love to top it with shredded lettuce, mm. diced tomatoes, yeah. a little bit of sour cream or guac on top of it. It's Sounds super good. delicious. Man. It's like a healthier version of... Uh, of the the little skillet hamburger helper that you yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. with so uh it's super easy find the recipe by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine brought to you by fnl market on memorial avenue in lynchburg where their meats are a cut above it's the five and dine helper it is yeah brought to you by That's janet me. rose <laughs>
Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I love James Taylor. You know, I've seen him in concert more than anybody else. Uh, really? Probably seen him 20 times. I just, I love James Taylor. I've never so seen him, but I've, I've loved his music. I've, I've watched the PBS concert they're in, specials. They're incredible concerts. Yeah, they're yeah, very, they feel very intimate, even if they're big. I mean, he's just really great. I love me a handyman. I love traditional roles right. of men and women. Mm-hmm. I love being a woman. I love being married to a, a manly man. I love it, mm-hmm. um, but apparently, I, I mean, I feel ha- very, it, I feel very much for my children mm-hmm. who are having to date in this modern day world. It's now, crazy. My daughter has has found herself a very manly man, mm-hmm. very. In, I mean, he's a stinking wrestler. He is a wrestler. He's a WWF wrestler, yeah. or A or whatever, right? A league or alliance he belongs to, and. And, and I've met him. He's a nice man. So, it's, so they they very much appreciate those traditional roles, despite the fact that they're really young. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case for a lot of people. Uh, my youngest son finds it very difficult to find a, a a young woman who acts like a young lady, right? You know, and he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. He he wants a, a woman who right. wants to be feminine and and be sure. a female and. You know, those kinds of things. Be looking at TikTok videos on the date. You know, can you get off your phone, honey, for a second? I'm sorry I called you, honey. Has gone into this, this young man Uh has gone online to explain his plight when he asked a girl out on a date Mm -hmm. and then she got enraged when he asked her to split the bill with him. Okay. Here's a little bit. We talked for. A few days that, you know, I'm not sure exactly how many days, but we talked for a few days, decided to just go out for uh, some drinks, some food. Um, so it was a, you know, casual date. Um, to me, it was a good date. You know, we had good conversation. Everything flowed. wasn't um, awkward in any moment until or anything you made it like that, that right? until the end of the date, which is where, you know, this video uh, happened. Um, he starts filming. So I get the bill, and I'm and I just suggest, uh, you know, you want to go half on it, and uh, the reaction I I got uh-huh. was go? like, like half. What do you mean half? Like it was just like out of this world that anybody can ever ask her to go ha- half on a date. Like she got a side salad, day. and he got the full so meal. That's when I, you know, I I started recording. Oh, and I asked again. Like, you're oh, never like, gonna date saying? again, sir. And then that's basically, um, you know, when the video. Yeah, he's happened. a marked man. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you've got and then she just posters up go. all over. Um, as we're walking to the car and stuff, so I was like, let me record, let me record her in the car, so like people can. I don't know. To, I guess I, you know, after receiving these you comments and stuff, I guess his... 
people see it the other way, but to me, I just thought it was crazy. Like how entitled, how, like how can you expect to go out and not spend any money? You know, women are only feminists until it comes to certain things that I they would don't agree with do. that. Everybody's a you know feminist until it's time to split the bill. And uh, yeah, he's not just, wrong. But then going into gender roles and stuff like that, it. So this is like, this is not back in the day. We're in you know it's 2024. <laughs> women, just women are very independent. Mm -hmm. I don't need no man. Nope, never I said that. I can take care of myself. I can. I can do this, this, this. Yep. And so, okay, fine, fair. Then pay your you don't half need of the no man, meal. So pay, you know, pay your half. Right. It's, you know, wouldn't that make sense? I hear that all the time. I don't need no man. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. So you do. He's dating Rosie Perez, apparently. Here's the know. thing. I think you should establish before you go on that date. Look, let's go out. You know, we're gonna we're gonna cover our own meal. Look, uh, let me and, let me. And it, it sort of cuts yes. it off right there. Yeah. Do you, Do you just want to meet and and have coffee or, or donut? Or, you know, coffee yeah. and a donut. I can, right. If I can't pay for that, I shouldn't be dating anyway. Exactly. And and I will tell you, though, if I'm paying for my meal, mm -hmm. that means I ain't going out with you again. Right. I mean, that means I'm setting very clear parameters right, right, sure. of you are not allowed to woo me. Right. That's not going to happen. And, and my Bailey has done that. Mm hmm where she has insisted like no i'm i'm you know i you know i've got it when it's right. just they're just getting to know each yeah, other yeah. Or whatever um, so does he ever play <clears throat> the video of her i don't i'm afraid i, what I, I we know might hear, of what that of what that might look like bleep it. Uh, yeah maybe maybe so i don't know if they if they ever played any of it or not i'm sure you can see it online i, I can tell you a little oh, bit about Lordy. what was said got a response already must be a guy um i guarantee you 100 percent. if the girl knew she was paying she would have bought something cheaper Oh, okay. Well, here was the thing. She Probably ordered. From a man. She ordered an appetizer. That's all she ordered. She didn't even order a meal. Oh, really? Okay. So wrong. Well, appetizers can be sixteen bucks. I mean, she get the sampler. Not where I go. I'm getting the he's sampler. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. well, which sampler would you like? She ordered an appetizer, and I, I didn't even eat any of it. That's what he was saying. I want the sampler that involves everything on the menu. <laughs> I didn't touch it. I didn't want it. They bring a he table said. out with all the charcuterie <laughs> the date ended with the girl slamming the car door oh ignoring the man as they bickered in the car mm -hmm. um yeah yeah oh i'm so glad i'm it, did, all it that. didn't go well it, it didn't end well hey i found out something on the show yesterday yeah that my wife likes shoemakers and not necessarily isabella is not her favorite i think it was actually other restaurants no. but that's fine <laughs> you're listening to the virginia talk radio network 100